Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. Well, it's my 40th anniversary of living in Canada. Many, many, many years ago in South Africa, when I was a teenager, 14 or 15, I met a woman in her 60s. And after conversing with her and hearing about all the places that she lived in, 20 years here, 30 years there, 10 years here. I just immediately knew that I wanted to be a person that lived in many places. It seemed fascinating to me to be able to experience different countries and different cultures, different places where you could see who you are in that country. At that time, I had already immigrated from England to South Africa. So I was already on my journey. We had gone to South Africa when I was 14. My dad had died when I was 11. And my mother had visited South Africa and fallen in love with it. So she packed us up, lock, stock and barrel, and with the dog. And at the age of 14, I left the only country I knew, the only world I knew, and we moved to South Africa. It was an extraordinary time of self-discovery. It was a turbulent time. It was an eye-opener, and it was also a growth time, the 11 years that I had in South Africa. I had taken out about a year and a half to travel in that time, too. I did uh, the travel of Europe, fell in love with Italy, was in Paris for a while, obviously London, visiting my sister in England, uh, further up north. Um, and also, you know, over into the States. I lived in the States in 76 for a while. And I always thought I want to go back to the United States of America. I had wanted to go to kind of California or San Francisco and kind of base myself there. I was in Washington, D.C. And although I loved the place, it wasn't kind of quite me, a little bureaucratic for me. But I went back to South Africa because my permit ran out. And then it was, I always wanted to come back here. I got stuck in South Africa for a while, for a few years. I got engaged and that didn't turn out very well. I moved from Cape Town to Johannesburg, which wasn't necessarily a good move. Joburg is very much concrete jungle. And I lived in a place called Hillbrow. We used to call it Hellbrow Jailburg. It's very, very concrete, very international, wonderful restaurants and culture, etc. But just the violence and the turbulence of the apartheid and everything else was just too much. I found myself becoming very bitter, kind of losing that connection to my soul and spirit. So it was time for me to move on. I met someone there, a couple, Margaret and Tony, who were from England that were living there. And I had predicted they went back to England and I predicted that they would go elsewhere that they wouldn't stay and they came to Canada 
So I thought, okay, I'm, that's a start. I'm going to come to Canada to see them and I'll stay here for a year and then work my way back to the United States. Well, July 27th, 1980, I came to Canada, to Vancouver. Wonderful place, but not as sophisticated as I thought it would be. Very simple and kind of even backwards in many ways. But it was still a wonderful place. Mountains and water and trees and, and just, you know, lovely living. I got my own place. I found a job under the table. And five and a half months in, I met my ex-husband. And that was obviously going to change my life quite considerably. I didn't make it to the States. Instead, two years later, a baby, a marriage, two more kids to come, raising the children, realizing we were not suited, divorcing and exploring another journey was all to happen. In the last 20 years, as a single woman, I, I did have a relationship for a while that was a business partnership into a love partnership, back to a business partnership, and then just, just to sharing a house. That was 11 years. Um, and in the last almost three years, I have been out there making decisions for myself around me. And I moved from Vancouver to Victoria Island. I have three Canadian children. Back in 2007, I had tried to go back to the States. We had an electric motor technology that we knew America would embrace quite more considerably than here. And we had made some wonderful contacts, but then we ran in to somebody at the border who was strutting her stuff. And basically it was, I don't care what you've complied to, I decide if you're going or not. And even though I had accommodation there and accommodation here in, in Vancouver, um, that was it. Wouldn't let us in. And that cost me thousands upon thousands. Um, I got a lawyer who took us as well. And so basically, a hundred grand down, that was the end of that story. And we caught, got caught in the 2008 crash because we had somebody who was going to invest in the technology and the business. And they crashed, so we crashed, and of course ended up living out of my car, you know, with, with the boyfriend and with the dog, and uh, yeah, it was quite a journey. I definitely got to see a lot of the lower mainland as we moved around in the vehicle, living here, living there. Eventually, we found some people who wanted to invest in it, but of course, ego and, and uh, profiteering raised its ugly head again. And we literally lost the technology and um, it just, just became the end of all. I stooped into a deep depression, didn't know what we were going to do. And both of us were at that crossroads in life. And um, through that depression, somebody invited me to be on their uh, podcast network. At that time, I didn't even know what a podcast was. And I just took the plunge grateful to the people that helped me on that way because it was costing me every month and at that month I didn't even have my rent but it was just a path I took and it was a 13-month path of education into knowing how awesome they really were you know that there really are some awesome people in the world doing some wonderful incredible things and that I really wanted to share it so that opened up my world and took me down yet another path that I've been on for eight years I have um, 
gone back to the States and I do love it and there's quite a few places I want to go there. But I'm very grateful now that I do not live there. I have many, many American friends and colleagues over there and they're all feeling trapped at the present moment, just waiting for this volcanic eruption to happen, the civil unrest that is already taking place. And I'm very scared for them because it's only going to get worse before it gets better. The hysteria and the divide and the hate and the mistrust and the sickness, literally, is just consuming them. And it's so sad to see. Now, we've still got the same hate, him a hate here in politics. You know, we've got politicians attacking one another. I just wish they would all get on with the job at hand instead of constantly trying to just bring each other down. And our government has handled COVID very well. And, um, you know, we're quite low down there on the scale. And they stepped in with subsidizing us when we, they knew that we couldn't earn an income. And yet still the opposition has to find something, you know, to demand in resignation. And uh, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of the politics. I'm sick of the, the little small-minded people you know, pointing fingers, flinging mud, but not offering else, anything else in, in its place. And of course, the American politics that we're going to be watching, the gong show over this next three months is just going to be horrific. So I'm very grateful to be here in Canada. As a nation, we are peaceful. Yeah, you have your politicians and people. We have our crime. We have our racism. But on the whole, you know, we are there for each other when we care about each other. And this COVID has really shown us the people that have stepped up, that have really stepped up, that really do care, that um, really have, um, have participated in solutions. And a lot of businesses have lost, you know, just lost their companies, lost their businesses. But then many other people have stepped up and created businesses, as is the balance of life. So I'm very grateful to be here in Canada, in BC, Canada. I did try and live in Toronto for a few months and foolishly I went there in the winter. It's just the timing of things where it happened. I wanted more time with my daughter and uh, with her hours flat out, you know, got to see her a few days a week, not as much as I would have liked. Tried to kind of settle in. You know, the architecture there reminded me so much of the UK and what I grew up with and I was trying to make friends and trying to, to build something there. But I just found it very niche and um, just, you know, maybe not as, as warm. Everybody's just too busy. They're just too much in a hurry, you know, and, and their, their downtime is at the bar. So, you know, it it's, um, was great fun. I really enjoyed it. Loved hanging out with my daughter. But when it got to minus 36 and she was off in another warm country because she disappears every January, February, March. And I thought, okay, it's time to go back to BC. But I knew I couldn't go back to Vancouver. As much as I loved it, it had become too static for me. I'd lived virtually everywhere. And it was really time for something new. And I always said, every time I came over to the island, I would love to live here on Vancouver Island. And so I just took the plunge. My daughter would have loved me to go and lived in Nanaimo. But Nanaimo is a city in development, a city in growth. And it's absolutely beautiful, but you most certainly need a car. And it won't be quite, a, quite so collective as Victoria is. So I thought, I'll start off in Victoria and see where I go. Well, I've been here two and a half years now, and I love it. It's my soil.
it has, it's surrounded by water. And when you get that breeze that comes off the water, that shakes the leaves of the trees and blows through your hair and just clears away anything that's hanging on, it is absolutely wonderful. You can go to any point and find water. I can walk into town, find water, so many different restaurants. And now because we're in phase three, the restaurants have, have you know, gone out into the street and opened up there. So to give them, you know, obviously more tables because they've lost so much inside. And we've lost obviously our main income, which is tourism, no cruise ships, uh, no Americans allowed and no other foreigners at this point. They're just in, uh, asking BCings to explore BC. So next month, August, I will be going with my children to Pemberton where we've rented a house, four nights, five days of just all of us hanging out together, no work, just doing, um, just doing playing games, chatting, cooking, laughing, and enjoying each other's company, which is going to be wonderful. So Canada is most certainly my home. And I'm proud to be a Canadian now. I've been born British, a resident of South Africa. I never became um, a citizen. And it took me 20 years to get my citizenship here in Canada. And that was just purely because of, um, again, a, pol a political thing. And, but I've been 20 years um, a resident, you know, a citizen now. And I love living here. I love being Canadian. Um, you know, to Americans, we are just that second rate cousin. And, but that's okay because we know who we are. We're proud of who we are. There are less of us. If you take all of us in Canada, we would fit into California the numbers. We're, although we are a bigger country, we are far less people. And I think that's in a lot of ways makes us care for each other more. And we love the outdoors life, which is very big here. Uh, obviously the, the entertaining and being entertained and um, it's just a wonderful life here. But going back to that six-year-old that uh, six-year-old that I met way back when 1970, I think, and being inspired to travel, I am so glad that I did. At um, 75 and 76, I did a numerous amount of countries throughout Europe and the States, and some African countries, and I knew I wanted to do that before BC, before children. And since I've had children, I've obviously gone back home a lot to to England. I've been over to the States a little bit, mostly Seattle, uh, New York to see my niece and haven't done as much as I would like. I don't have an awful lot of energy left to go and do the big things I wanted to do in the States, but I still would love to see New Orleans, really would. The music and the food, absolutely. And there's a few other places I would love to go to. But, you know, I've been to a lot of places. I've done a lot of things. I have people that I speak to from all over the world and I get a taste of their culture through them. And so if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I know I'm going nowhere near the States in the next year or two. I am with my friend Audrey, who turns 87 this week. We are going to go to Montreal in September. Uh, that is of course, as long as there isn't another massive outbreak. She wanted to go home and see her home where she was born one last time. And she wanted me to go with her. And having been here 40 years, I've never seen Montreal. 
I always thought when I was in Toronto, it'd be much easier to go up uh, over to Montreal, but it didn't happen. So I'm going to see Montreal through a Montrealan's eyes. She's going to show me all the places that she remembers and that she loves. And I'm going to see it through a sense of pride and love. And that's going to be very nice. So I do pray that there isn't a you know, big outbreak and that we can get to do that because it would be wonderful to see another part of Canada and also wonderful for her to see it. She lost her brother to a heart attack this year. She's lost six friends and colleagues to COVID. So this is kind of not time to put it off, but a time to take the plunge. So um, I look forward to meeting some Montrealans. In fact, actually, I'm interviewing one next week. So there's so much to see here in Canada as well. I would love to go to Newfoundland. Um, I've been to Edmonton and to Calgary and to Toronto and to Banff and all of those places. And uh, there's a lot more to see here in Canada. But, you know, it's, I don't know. I always seem to be so busy. It's so hard to get away and do anything. So who knows what's down the road, right? Hopefully there is that time and space to go off and see some more things. But in the meantime, I look forward to Montreal, to even discovering more of the island here. Um, I've seen a few things, but not nearly enough. And so, you know, it's that time to even spread the wings and, and suss out more of our neighborhood. So 40 years a Canadian, 40 years living in this wonderful country. Every time I've gone back to England, it's taken me back to my youth and it's always wonderful, but I know I couldn't live there anymore for um, the British people. I'm a foreigner now. I'm far too different. Um, living in the States, I couldn't live there now. I'd probably be kicked out because it'd be very hard not to see something. And South Africa, I couldn't go back to. I left it. I don't ever go back. You know, I went back to England many times because my family is still there. Otherwise, I would move on and go and see other things. But I go back because family is there. But I'm always a person about moving forward. I don't live in any place twice. So it's, uh, this is it for me. Victoria, I think, is it for me. And coming into two and a half years and feeling even more solidified, because normally it's three years for me and itchy feet wanting to move on. So let's see. Let's see. Um, I have no intentions of going anywhere for the next year, and we'll see what next year brings. I think we're looking at minimum another year of this COVID, and we're looking at two or three years before we see the stabilization of economy. And so this isn't the time for those big changes. This is the time just to simply ride the flow and the wave and see where it's taking us and how we can contribute into making society, the environment, and, and the lives of others and our own lives better. So anyway, happy anniversary to me here in Canada. I do invite you to come and have a look at Canada. Um, I've written an article on Vancouver and all the things to do. I haven't done yet that yet on uh, Victoria, and I definitely will be doing it very soon. Um, there's still some places I want to go and see, and I haven't done it yet, so I wanted to incorporate that in the, the blog that I do. But I, I'm going to do a blog. But have a look at the uh, Vancouver one here and just get a taste of Vancouver and what it's like. And uh, Victoria Island is just beautiful. It's a place to come over and do so much here in Victoria and then just take the car and just go exploring various other places of the island because it really is a beautiful place. So where is your home? Where is the place that speaks to you? The soil that says, 
you belong here. Uh, you know, for me now, it's most certainly Victoria here. And water, trees and breeze are central to me. And as I look out my window here of my office, I have the trees constantly blowing all around me in the wind. And on days where the wind is blowing from the ocean, you've got the smell of the sea air. And it's so refreshing. And so I'm very fortunate to be where I am doing what I'm doing. And I'm very grateful, extremely grateful to be here in Canada, to be a Canadian and to be in such a beautiful part of the world. May you find that same joy in the world that you're in. May you find that place that speaks to you, that wraps its arms around you, that makes you feel at home. You should be at home wherever you are in the world. I agree with that. But there are soils. There are places that have a frequency and a vibration that is more in tuned to who you are and what you want to do in life. And when you're there, then you truly understand why you are meant to be doing what you're doing and where you're meant to be doing it. So have a wonderful week, folks. I will speak to you again next week. And I hope that this week brings you joy, peace, inner thought, equilibrium, and a smile to your face. Until next time, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.